0: I'm David Croft, I'm the Global Sustainability Director at wreck
1: Lovely. well maybe a general question first. I don't know if this is your first COP, what's your impression?
0: It's not my first COP, I was in Paris five oh. years ago.
1: Oh well, very significant then.
0: It's, yes, I mean, I, here seems there's an awful lot of discussion about action to make things go faster. And that's great to see. Uh, there's a lot of activity around the place. There's been some great collective announcements, things like the methane agreement and also forests. And although they may not sound as high level as the Paris Agreement, ended up as actually they're really important building blocks for what hopefully can come over the course of the next week and even beyond between now and cop 27 in egypt of course and they lay not just strong foundations they're more milestones stepping stones on the journey that we all want to get to for 2050 and carbon neutrality
1: so just tell me what was the mood like in paris because that Felt like an historic agreement. It was. I mean, uh, it was historic. Uh, it was a there was a lot of hard,
0: hard talking, hard negotiation, hard discussions, and it netted out to a really powerful position. And then I think there was a real sense of um, pride that there had been an alignment. Mm-hmm. And of course, then the hard work goes has to start again because yeah. then it's about translating ambition into. Impact because ambition on its own just isn't going to do the job and what we've seen is the progressive building of Different activities different agendas to try and make activity get us towards that goal of 1.5 degrees But of course the world's been a very different place in the last two years and that's created challenges What I'm seeing here at COP26 in Glasgow is that progress has continued even through the pandemic. And for a company like Reckitt, we've been at the forefront of that. You know, Through the pandemic, Dettol made in Hull was hugely important. But at the same time, we also had to keep our own progress going in terms of reducing the carbon that we emit as a company. So we've been buying more and more green electricity. We've been increasing the energy efficiency in factories. We've been reducing the footprint of products while still, ensuring that through Dettol, through Lysol in other markets around the world, in the US for example, we've helped people to combat Covid and, and all the health challenges that people have faced. We're always going to get bumps in the road but if we're going to get to 2050 or even 2040 in the case of wreck because that's our, our ambition for net neutrality is 2040, we have to keep that steady progressive impact and and carbon reduction going despite those other bumps in the road and Covid was a big bump there's no doubt about that tragic in many cases but we've got to try and manage those things on a day-to-day basis
1: So what's Rekit been doing here at COP26? Well one of the key
0: things for Rekit as a hygiene and a health business is to draw attention to the fact that climate change has health impacts as well and whilst we think about global warming and we think about what that means for melting ice caps and rising sea levels and water stress and adverse weather patterns, it also has huge impacts on people's health. And here at Racket, we've been drawing attention to that. We launched a new paper that we, that um, EcoHealth Alliance and the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine co-authored for us that really draws together all of the different strands of how people's health on a day-to-day basis is being impacted by climate change and that might be through adverse weather events, it might be through higher temperatures and it might be through different vectors of disease, mosquitoes, greater incidence of malaria or dengue fever depending on where you are in the world. It could be about droughts affecting food supply. It's a whole range of things. It's even occurring in the UK um, that we see Sometimes there's adverse weather conditions that we're used to, but even, even things like droughts where there isn't enough water in parts of Scotland to make traditional products, and we're seeing that come through. Sometimes the, the nighttime temperatures aren't going down, and that happened even in the UK last year, and that has, effect, has an effect on people's health. Higher temperatures, together with air, air contamination from air pollution, makes for increased respiratory diseases. We need to draw attention to that because it's a huge impact on the health services and if we don't plan for climate change within our strategy for public health then we will face even more problems in people's day to day lives than just the climate change and the heating of the uh, and and the planet's heating up and if that wasn't a big enough challenge put public health at that together it's a real challenge and that's what we've got to try and bring more to the fore we think in our conversation it also makes climate change more personal because it means that we start to see impact in this part of the world in a way that perhaps other countries have seen day in day out for many years with water stress and higher temperatures that's what we're drawing attention to so that was a big platform in what we're talking about from Reckitt's point of view. And that links back to our core business. It links back to the R&D centre that we have in Hull, for example, where we're developing new products and new health solutions. It links back to what we're doing with our products and within our factories and reducing, um, in the case of Hull, the carbon we've emitted since 2012 by 65%. It also means that when we connect with people around the world who buy our products, and 20 million a day put rekit products into their homes it's also an opportunity for us to share that message and enable them to also reduce their footprint and for example if you lower the temperature of your wash to get stains out of your clothes when you use vanish then you're saving energy and probably water but also you're managing to make those clothes last longer If you skip the rinse when you're using finished dishwasher tablets, then you're saving water and the energy associated with it. So we're designing products that help you to do that, and we want lots of people around the world to do that as well. So that's our second key area, how we help people everywhere to make a difference to their carbon footprint through the work that we're doing. And then the third one is linking this together through work that we're doing with Oxford University, about ecosystems and biodiversity, and that by supporting and strengthening ecosystems, we also help manage different vectors of disease, and we start to find nature-based solutions for climate change. And that's a linking, linking the different agendas together, a health agenda, a climate change agenda. And that's our third key place. Lastly, and perhaps most importantly for COP, Dettol's the hygiene sponsor for COP and that's because planetary health and public health matter to us and it's also because Dettol is a brand and a product that for 90 years or so has been at the heart of health through hygiene and we want to facilitate the safest possible conversation here at COP using Dettol and through great advice for people to help manage. Um, the risks that they might face through COVID so that we have the right conversations and we reach the right agreements here in Glasgow to take the journey from Paris onwards and to make more progress on that journey to 2050 and carbon neutrality.
1: There's a lot of talk about climate justice and health inequality and you are a multinational company so your various sites will see this range of uh, health challenges around the world and I guess you will work with your different communities in those places as well Uh, and so in in, in Hull what sort of happens on the ground there? I know you're very engaged with the community. Yes I mean we have different programs based upon
0: what are the the local issues that we should be working with and in Hull earlier this week in, in Glasgow we were working with the City Council, with the University, with other business partners to talk about how Hull is on that road being one of the country's first, if not the first, um, zero carbon city in the UK. And that's partly uh, about how we work inside our factory gates, but it's also how about that group of 30 different organisations, the public sector, the private sector, the voluntary sector, the local community, the university, working together can really drive change. And what I have seen, and one of the I think the great opportunities that we at Wreckit and companies like us have, is the opportunity to convene people in the communities that we're part of. And we've been in Hull for almost 200 years. Um, if we can't be part of helping Hull on that next stage of its journey to carbon neutrality, then we're not living up to what that heritage brings and what James Wreckit was all about. If we're honest. And what we do know from that conversation is that you need to collaborate to make it happen. And what we see in the northeast is the ability to bring new renewable energy, to bring hydrogen opportunities, renewable fuels, whatever it might be. And everybody working together creates the market for that and the ability to build infrastructure. And you put that together and it really is a great opportunity in Hull. Together, of course, with new skills that is a great... Position in terms of economic growth that can come with this. We think the green, the green economy, is a very powerful opportunity in the Northeast and Hull especially, and it also is about leveling up, a leveling up conversation. So that's the whole play around Hull, if you like, and we'd have similar approaches in other parts of the world. But Hull being the home of Dettol, it's really important that through our R&D work, through the technology and manufacturing, through the product innovation through the work we do with that partnership that we get it right there.
1: Well they say location is everything and you've just mentioned a whole range of advantages from that location let alone I guess its logistics position as Mm -hmm. well but you're also talking about a growing demand for the products you produce and are likely to develop over the coming months in response to all of this so what do you hope this may mean for the future of the site and its continued development and employment? One of our ambitions for 2030 is to increase
0: the revenue we get from more sustainable products to more than 50%. Currently we're just over 30 so it's still a big step forward. But we have, through our R&D Centre in Hull, a fabulous innovation network, brilliant scientists, all the tools that we need to think about how we create more sustainable products And more sustainable for us means lower carbon, lower water, less packaging or more sustainable packaging, less chemical footprint, more carbon capture within that ingredient network, if you like. And we have a a calculator that measures every single one of the new products that we develop against those four criteria. So we're testing ourselves so that every time we generate a new product in Hull but indeed all over the world it want we want it to be just a little bit more sustainable than the one it replaced when we talk about the 30 percent and our ambition to 50 percent to qualify for that the products have to be at least 10 percent more sustainable on carbon water packaging and that's a big step forward and that's in it's partly about where we want to reduce our footprint but it's also about the demand we're seeing from people all over the world for more sustainable products. And that, if we deliver through that, as we are already doing, that's about supporting the manufacturing site, the jobs that come through that, the part of Hull that it, the huge part of Hull that it plays, and and growing that for the future. Having the R&D centre at Hull is a huge opportunity to drive that innovation process to be more sustainable.
1: Thank you very much indeed.
0: My pleasure.